This episode of the Red Bull Rant is brought to you by the fine patrons that support us through patreon.com slash Red Bull Rant. You can be a patron too for the low, low price of $1 a month, and you can get exclusive content every month, including a monthly wrap-up for the New York Red Bulls. We want to spend a special shout-out to our patron who supports us at $5 a month. Uh, that is our producer-level credit. Thank you, Jeremiah Dempster, for supporting the show. Now, on to the podcast. The Red Bull Rant is a free-flowing podcast with three soccer-loving idiots who don't know when to shut their dumb potty mouths. So listener discretion, yeah, it's, it's pretty much advised. Welcome, my friends, to the Shutter Friends. This is the Red Bull Ram Podcast. I'm your host, Jason Ipico. I'm Pam McDonald. I'm Truman, and this is episode 264, Limit Break. And for now, I have more hair than Pat. <laughs> Just for now, though. And technically, I have more hair than both of you. Technically. I'll, hey. be, I'll be the king of hair soon enough. <laughs> it just needs to grow back. All right, uh, so Red Bulls traveled to Colorado. Kaka managed to play 90 minutes in altitude, so I guess I was wrong last week. <laughs> um, Red Bulls came away with a 2-1 win, which means uh, somebody finally got a prediction completely right. Yep. Yeah. And it was Pat, Woo! which means he actually jumps in the first place. Pat McDonald worldwide. And, and we did all predict a win, yes? We did predict a win. So yeah, somebody, we're so all, still got a point. Yeah, we're all back. Kind of, We're back in the saddle. Well, good. Of, Pat, Pat's leaving five points, so I, wouldn't, I don't think it's... Well, I mean, considering we couldn't even predict a, a result for, like, three weeks. True. Yeah. That's true. All right. Uh, so, uh, Truman, you want to read the tweets before we get into our discussion of it? Sure, because there's only uh, two. Because, again, when they win, Everybody's people, quiet. people are happy. All right, so from Wayne Harrison, W. Harrison, 83. Three straight wins is a great response to the Chicago loss. The team seems to be playing with a lot of confidence. Big yeah. test coming up in Atlanta, though. Regards from a regular listener in London. All right, London. Hey, Thank you. Nice. Man. Yeah. Very nice. Hey, if you're in London, ISC, look him up. Yep. Yeah. I don't, I don't know if he's in the group, but. Look him up. Uh, KC Jones, Grateful Shred 23, of course, a regular listener. Good result to keep the keep building momentum and getting points on the road. My only question is what will Taxi or the rest of defense do with, with their hair next? I think they answered that question. <laughs> Shaved it off, right? Yeah, right? It's all gone. Yep. Yeah, I think they went out shave I was really surprised to see that he just decided to dye his hair and then shave it right away. Well, I think he died it for the Red Bulls game, or the, for the NYCFC game. Well, uh, yeah, I think that's obviously the case now. Right. He wanted to uh, stick it to him. Uh, I can now ask that something crazy happens to your hair, you just get rid of it. Uh, <laughs> you are the expert on this. I'm the expert now, yeah. Uh, is, is Jamaica in the World Cup this year? They are not. Okay. I was going to say that, that might be part of the reason, but... Nope. Never mind. Oh, so what was the last tweet? Grateful Shred. He's happy. Oh, that was... Oh, okay. 
Didn't realize that was the last one. Yep, just a couple. Like we said, you know, teams winning. Yeah, we're happy. We're happy. Doing right. well. Uh, so let's do our likes and dislikes. Pat, since you weren't here last week, you had to go first. What did you dislike the most about this one? Um, uh, it's kind of uh, hard to really pick anything to dislike. Um, I guess I could say, uh, you know, this is when you go into the personal life. Uh, I guess I dislike that. Um, I didn't, only got to watch the second half at Derby with my buddies, uh, whereas the first half we were not able to watch together through scheduling conflicts. So, um, you know, I didn't get the full experience with my Derby Road crew, um, which would have been nice, uh, especially for a game that was surprising. Uh, to, I mean, obviously we predicted it, but, you know, a road win is still kind of always surprising. Um, you know, uh, so it, it would have been nice to really – get the full atmosphere and events with uh, my friends and uh, only got one half, but Hey, better than nothing. Uh, mine is that they gave up a goal. I guess that's the only thing I complain about because they were up to nothing. So, and I believe that was my prediction. Mm. So I don't know. Yeah. I, 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 it's, it's hard to get shutouts on the road, obviously, but they looked really, really good for most of that game. Um, and I, I just, Hated seeing that because it made the final minutes just slightly tense. Not too bad because, again, they did have control of most of the game. Um, but, you know, I'd rather just have a two-goal victory and not have to worry about it in the final few minutes. Uh, my, I, I say this having fell asleep during the second half, and I will admit that. Um, I feel like the Rebels should have put the team away in the first half. Mm-hmm. And we didn't. Um, I, I guess it's a good thing we won, but I feel like when you're playing a team like Colorado, where they're really looking for anything to give them a spark, especially when you score in the first five minutes, if you don't put them away by by halftime, then you're just asking for trouble. And thankfully, it didn't actually bite him in the ass. But I mean, come on, there's, like you can't always score two goals in the first four minutes. I mean, you know. <laughs> I'm not even really saying nice first four. I'm saying first 45. Give, give me like two goals in the first 45 and I'll be happy. All right. So likes the game. Uh, I'm going to like the fact that VAR is working again. <laughs> <laughs> Seemingly working again. Uh, I can tell you right now, I don't understand what offside is. Uh, I don't. Okay. I don't, so this, I, this is where those of you think we're experts. I apologize, but I, I don't understand what offside is at all. Is, this is the part that matters. You're offside if any part of your body that can be legally used to score a goal is in an offside position. Only his arm was ahead of the ball, and you can't legally score with your arm. Yeah, I'll have to watch it again. I definitely thought like most or of his least, upper body was. I, I forget who it was, but somebody always does those does like the math to figure out where the lines are, and when he did it, the only part of his body that was ahead of the ball was his arm. All I know is in the FIFA video game, if your pinky is offside, <laughs> you get called offside. Well, I mean, the FIFA video game, it's a coin flip, really. So, mm-hmm. I, I'll I'll say this. Um, I don't believe that they used VAR for that goal, right? I thought, I thought that was flagged offside originally. I th- Well, it, it was, but I think it was the ref never went over to look at it. I think they had a discussion. Um, because I was watching one of their, one of the MLS review show or whatever, and I believe they said they didn't use it. Well, I, maybe he didn't, the ref didn't look at it, but right. I remember, I remember the Colorado broadcast talking about 
VAR allowing that goal. So I don't know. Maybe the, I thought it was maybe it was like clear, and that's why he didn't have to look at the screen or whatever. Mm-hmm. But I thought the impression I got was that it was all right. And this is where I have to apologize for sleeping during the second half because I would have known exactly what happened if I was awake. <laughs> uh, what I I mean, this isn't a dislike, but I'll say that. Uh, you never got, I never got a clear, first of all, you didn't get a clear angle of the offside call with those, with the Colorado broadcast. And I'm sure it was well, right was, for the New York broadcast as well. I, I would assume. I assume it's just, I assume they're using the same feed and it's just the matter yeah. where the camera is. I'm sure Shep and, uh, Shep and Steve were in the studio. So yeah, I think it was a, a shared feed. Yeah. And, and then the other thing that was funny is like, I was convinced that that was an own goal. Like every time I watched it, like I never saw, Etienne's foot actually touched. I could have sworn it was the defender kicking it in. That's why he had such the bad reaction of just like laying his head down, feeling defeated. I and mean, that was the look of a guy who gave up an own goal. So yeah. that could be the other thing is if there was another angle that showed it was an own goal, then offside doesn't matter. <clears throat> yeah. Well, actually, I guess it could because of influencing play. I don't know. But either way, if VAR was used, it seemed to work. So anyway, we won. We yeah. won with that on, on that decision. We won on that decision is what I'm In saying. End, right. Yeah. We generally have not been getting those decisions. So, right. Uh, my big like is that they did what we all expected them to do. And that was to go on a road against a kind of craptastic team and win a game. And we yeah. said it last week, these are the away games you have to win this coming weekend. Not so sure. But that's what this game in Colorado is for, is is getting points because this weekend's going to be much tougher than playing Colorado, uh, clearly, and what's going to be a clearly way tougher environment than um, half full half full Dick Sporting Park Stadium Arena. Was it even really half full? I don't know. It was that was a quarter rough looking crowd. So yeah. I think pestilence kept them away. I think my favorite line was uh, during the broadcast with them saying, are we ever going to get a, what it was is like, are we ever going to have a game that's going to be 70 degrees or, you know, when are we going to have a 70 degree game in sunny? And I, and I think it was, I think it was raining like right up until kickoff. Today. Yes. And then it wasn't, like, it wasn't it, like the rain slowed down, but still it was just like a good tell. It was just kind of like a damp, miserable night. Yeah. And when the announcers are saying, you know, it's rough. That was, uh, uh, what's his name? Bal- Balbo, whatever was in the, the booth for that broadcast? I think so, yeah. So, a uh, MLS OG. Know it. Uh, my big like would be that uh, two much maligned players, on, especially on this show, Derek Etienne and Alex Mouille, uh I paired up for You know, I yeah. always like to see the guys. I always like to see the guys who struggling, uh, who struggle come through in big moments. And it wasn't a garbage can time goal. It was obviously the game-winning goal. Um, so you gotta love that. And Derek Etienne put it, you know, off center. He didn't put it right at the goalkeeper. So, That's true. That is very unlike, true. Unlike his other ga- goal where he he megged the keeper. So um, actually, no wait. In New York last week, obviously he had a a good one where he uh, he dribbled around. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, it's 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 definitely good. Damn you, allergies. <laughs> that is that. <laughs> Perfect timing. Had to happen when I'm uh, talking. So, uh, yeah, to Mouil and Etienne, hats off to you. And what did we say in the beginning of the year? We talked about Derek Etienne and the point that this is going to be the year where he's going to have to show what he's made of Mm. because he was on that borderline of, well, you might be an Anatole Abong guy. So 
he's coming in and he's scoring. He's he's scored three goals on the year so far. Yeah, I believe so. Yeah, I think that's pretty good for a guy who's you know mostly a bench player. So and clearly his his last one was extremely important because it was a game winning goal. So that it's good. It's good that he is showing up. He had his misses and his shooting directly into the keeper, but these are positive, positive signs to games where it might be a cup game or just a game where you're not going to start BWP because of scheduling. Yeah. He's, he will hopefully be a viable option. Absolutely. So you want something funny about this game? Let's. I, I was looking – I'm on the MLS app because, for some reason, MLSsoccer.com doesn't work anymore for games. After oh, the fact, I don't know why. Uh, it is the worst. Yeah. The uh, worst. But so I look, went to the timeline. How many events were marked off in the first half? Take how, a many, guess. how many events? Like, like yeah, goal, like, they, like car, you know, they mark off, like, they, they mark off like major events, right? Right. How many do you think were marked off in the first half? Actually, it's not fair because it's. I guess one. Yeah, it's just a goal. I thought it was. I thought it would have been the timeline. Now I'm looking at it. It's just, okay. Makes more sense now. I was gonna say it's only the one event, mm-hmm. uh, but apparently the app only does like substitutions, cards, and goals. So. Oh, so nothing. Okay. Yeah, I thought it was like the actual timeline on the website where it's like free kick events. Yeah. Right. No, apparently we're not that excited on the, the app. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the, the MLS website blows. Also, you know what blows? You know what blows? The app. This new app sucks. It sucks. It freezes. It crashes. I hate it. I haven't had a chance to really play with the apps. So I don't know. I hate it. Oh, well, I don't either half the time because it crashes before it starts. I haven't had that issue, but I, it, I do think I do find things can be harder to find compared to, but it could also just be familiarity at this point. Well, it shouldn't take you like three clicks to get to the standings. When it's a, when it's a league app, it should take yeah. it should take like one, yeah, yeah that's not true. three. That's Menu true, standing, yep. not other. You know this weird thing in the bottom says other, other, other shouldn't be a thing. Yeah, other standings. No, no standings immediately. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so uh, when I went for grad school, one of the classes I took was in uh, building human machine interfaces, mm-hmm. and one of the overriding principles. Uh, was number of clicks to get to what you want. Mm-hmm. My teacher said if it takes you more than three clicks to get to what you need, then you go back and redesign because you screwed up. Yeah, I just, I don't know. All right, I want you to guys to kind of time me. I'm going to unlock my phone. Hold on, hold on. Let me get set up here. Go ahead because I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to turn off my power saving mode because I was using that earlier. Right. Tell me when to hit start. All right, we're going to turn off power saving mode. This is all very thrilling podcasting right here. Because <laughs> right. we want to make sure we can get to this as quick as possible. Yeah. Right. Cl- I'm clearing out everything. Here we go. You ready? Yep. Ready. Three, two, one. All right, I'm going to standings. Here we go. Yep. Here's an MLS screen. Oh, almost crashed. MLS screen again. Oh, little loading thing. Oh, load, 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 load. Oh, everything's up. Okay, more. Load. Standings. Loading. Oh, okay, there we are. Too long. 20.7 seconds. 20 seconds! Almost 21 seconds to get to the standings. All right, hold on. Let me see. That shouldn't be a thing. We're now called the Red Bull App Rant. That's what we're called. I'm going to look for this now because I'm kind of curious. Seriously? Yeah, this doesn't make any sense. 
There shouldn't be a more for standings. I'm sorry. Anything else? You want this crap? MLS store, tickets, features, fantasies, players clubs, sure. Standings, boom, should be immediate. Yeah, it should be. It doesn't make sense that it takes you. Well, I mean, all right. So technically it's three clicks, mm-hmm. but it's not It's not good design. I'll no. Say, I'll say that. Nope. All right. After thoughts on the game, since we should get back to actually stuff that happened on the field. Well, I, I will say hats off to ESPN+. Plus. I love it. I got home. I believe the game had just ended. And you guys were just starting to watch it when I was driving home? Yeah, because it was 9 p.m. Okay, so yeah, I, I probably started watching it at 20 after 11. Um, it was already up and running. Yeah, it was good, and and uh, we talked about this last week. There was no score on it. It was just the game. I guess they only oh. should score if the game's going on. Oh. It's like mid-game. They, they, that score pops up. Since the game was over, I was I just had to go to replays Okay, and start watching it. So that was good. So, yeah, kudos to the app. Well, so here's the question. You live in a bro- – technically, you are blacked out of MSG, right? Oh, I, I mean, I'm – Well, we talked about before that like, at least what you used to work, it was blacked out. Yes, uh, correct. But I mean, at home, I don't have. I have MSG because I have Direct TV, but I don't get any MLS games. Well, I don't get any sporting games because it's Direct TV. Mm, oh, they um, black. They black out the live. But I don't. I don't get. If I want to watch the Red Bulls game live, I, it is not blacked out here. A Philadelphia Union game would be okay. Yeah. So, and thank God for that. I mean, who the hell wants to watch that team? <laughs> I only know one person. And he may be changing his team soon. That's right. <laughs> um, yeah, so it may just be that you're – because I think for MLS Live, it was 20 – it was like two hours if you're in a blacked-out area. Right, which I am not for the Red Bulls. Yeah. All right, any other actual thoughts on this game? No, no, just a – for me, just a, a a good good win, good win on the road. Absolutely. I mean, you, you, picking up these points on the road is always key. Um, really puts the Rebels in a good position, uh, despite what they're at right now. But they got plenty of games in hand. Uh, in terms, I think, if not mistaken, I think Atlanta is the only team that can't outright catch uh, with games in hand. But right. uh, so I mean, but they're they're in, yeah, they're putting themselves in a great position. And anytime you get three points in the road, so it's a steal. Hundred and on the West Coast, yeah, uh, yeah, you know, mm-hmm. we're in a place that Red Bulls usually don't do very well and in Colorado, so. Yeah, wasn't that a stat during the game, like that they haven't won in there since like 2007 or something yeah. like that? Yeah, since the, since the their first game in Colorado, yeah, in that stadium. So, and yeah, looking at the standings right now, not counting the games we have against them, we could not catch Atlanta outright. Yeah, if you factor those games in, there's a possibility. But mm-hmm. uh, speaking of which, uh, Sunday, May 20th, 7 p.m. start time, Red Bulls will be traveling to Atlanta. Uh, for their first match against them this year, game will be on Fox Sports One in the United States. Mm-hmm. I don't know about overseas because apparently that's just not available for on the MLS website. Um, Atlanta is right now leading the league with an eight two and one record, twenty five points, uh, plus twelve goal difference. So they had the best goal difference in the league, and they are four one and one at home. Yeah. And for and four one and zero on the road, so I mean this is a very good team that the Rebels are going to be playing. Um, so Pat, you get to go last because you're leading the standings, 
Oh, wait. Ooh. No, he goes Sorry. first. first. Yep, I, I screwed up. You get to go right. first because you're leading the standings. Cool. All right, so I don't know if any of you have heard, but Atlanta's really good. So uh, this game is going to be a bit tough. Um, but, you know, Rebels are playing – I mean, they probably are playing as probably one of the top three, four teams of the league at this point, uh, the way they're putting in results at this moment. So I, <laughs> I don't think that they are screwed going down to the Mercedes-Benz uh, Arena. But uh, it's certainly – I don't see Colorado happening again. Um, you know, that being said, I, I could see it being a really exciting game and a real back and forth match where, uh, the Rebels come away with a point. Uh, I really do. I think this team is ever since they got ninth out of CCL has really come under its own and, uh, been, you know, firing it all cylinders. So I am going to go with a two to two draw down in Atlanta. Uh, so and it should be a fun one to watch for sure. Don't forget, this is the Red Bulls' first game in that stadium. Yeah, uh, they played at Georgia Tech last year to open yes. the year. Because Red Bulls played in Atlanta the first week of the year last year before Mercedes-Benz was open. Yep. They didn't play them twice last year? They did, but they only played – it's the one game – it was home-and-home. Home. It, okay. it, was, it wasn't a three-game series. Okay, all right. Yeah. For some reason, I remember them playing at Mercedes, so maybe I'm wrong. They did not. So, yeah, this is their first they, game there. I knew they definitely didn't the first game, that's for sure. Yep. So, I mean, uh, national broadcast game, I think this game is going to be awesome. I think it's going to be probably one of the best games FS1 is going to have on because the Red Bulls are playing clearly really, really well uh, right now. Uh, Atlanta, good doy. They're playing very, very well. Uh, I, I, I think this is going to be one hell of a tough contest for the Red Bulls to to get something out of. But I'm with you, Pat. I think it's going to be really good back and forth. I'm going to be a little different. I'm going to be a little crazy and say 3-3. And I think we're all going to punch a mirror because Atlanta's going to score last. The Red Bull's going to have a 3-2 lead and give it up towards the end of the game. Um, but I think a draw coming out of Atlanta, it'd be a wonderful, wonderful result for this team mm. uh, to come home and then play Philadelphia the next week. So I think a point would be great. Keep an unbeaten streak going, but Buckle up for this game. I, there's no way this game's going to be a letdown either way. It's it's going to be nuts. So I'm going to go with the back and forth also, but I'm I'm going with a loss. And the only reason is because Atlanta is just so good this year. Mm-hmm. They're very good. Uh, they just went good. they just went down and beat Orlando in Orlando. Just destroyed them, right? Mm-hmm. So no, I think it was a two one two one result. That was two one. Yeah. But I'm going to I want I'm going to get back to that later in the show. So, but still, Orlando was red hot at the time. Yeah, uh, but so I'm going three two because, like I said, I think it's still going to be back and forth. Mm-hmm. Um, and like Truman, I'm going to say that Atlanta scores last. It'll be two two, and like I don't know, five minutes from the end of the, end of the game, it's they be happen to give up one more goal. And I, honestly, I'm gonna. This is what I said for the New York City game. I think this is a game the Red Bulls could win, but I don't think they will. And but I don't think they will because Atlanta is just that. I think they are that much better than New York City is. Well, I think right now they're clearly better. Yeah. Well, clearly, we we help with that. <laughs> um. All right. So email. So this one, Jeremiah Dempster. This is like the third straight week I think that he's given us an email. Good. All right. 
And this one's not about a game. So that's how you can tell that the Rebels are doing well because emails and tweets shift from complaining <laughs> to being happy and other topics. And this is another topic. So I start talking about it here. Uh, so Jeremiah writes pro ranters and he capitalized pro. Hmm. Um, hooray for wind streaks and all, but there's an awful lot of talk about Jesse's eventual life after Red Bull floating around the air these last couple of weeks. I'm a huge fan of his, but never expected him to be around more than four to five seasons at best. I hope he gets to leave with as much silverware in hand as possible to put an exclamation mark on his good work at the club. When he does eventually leave, is there any reason at all that Chris Armis is not the best possible person for the head coach position? For me, he checks all the boxes that would keep us on the same track. Thoughts? All right. I'll, I think he's exactly right. Chris Armis is the guy. I mean, I think if if he's still here with the organization, he's 100% stepping into that position. Mm-hmm. Who would you, who would you, is there, there's no one else I'd rather have. He's already been with the team for a few years now. He's, he's right under Jesse. He's, uh, has he already coached? I think he's coached the game, hasn't he? Right? Yeah, he did coach the game like, last year. Yeah. When, uh, when Jesse was suspended for the right. game or whatever. Right. Uh, he was suspended. He went and took his, uh, some coaching stuff over in Europe. I thought it was for suspension. I that's what I thought it was for. Um, I, I just want to remember well, he missed the game. For he, he left. He left a Philly a game in Philly early mm-hmm. to catch the flight out to UEFA. But I think I think there was a game where he got sent off, and then Armas had to fill in the week after. Right. Um, maybe I'm wrong. Um, but either way, yeah, I think he would absolutely be the guy. Let's just hope that's the case, and let's hope he doesn't go somewhere else before that. Because I don't want to go on the crazy coaching uh, search, you know, when Jesse does leave eventually. So the only poss- other possible name I would throw out there right now is John Wolniak. Since he's co- bully, yeah. bully. Because because he's coaching New York Rebels too, right? And and think of it like he may not be here, but Adams, Davis, Etienne Junior. Mm-hmm. He's coached these guys before. Yep. So he's going to have a rapport with the younger players immediately when he steps, if he were to step into that position. Right. But I do think Chris Armas is the logical choice because he's been on the coaching staff for a few years now. And when Dennis Hamlet got moved up to sporting director, he he became the assistant coach. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So if you want to be consistent in keeping this um, the system in place, that's what you would do is promote your assistant coach. Now, the only reason I would ever say Burpo is because he looks just like Tommaso Ciampa. <laughs> and that would be cool if we had the psycho killer as our head coach. <laughs> so I don't know if this is going to be a direct parallel, but I think if you watch what's going to happen with Leipzig, because they just let go of Ralph Hasenhurdle. How do you say his name? Ragnarok. <laughs> sure. Ragnarok? Ralph Ragnarok. <laughs> but, yeah, if you watch uh, what happens with RB Leipzig, because they – Apparently, Hudson Hurdle um, wanted a longer contract. Red Bull was no, we'll wait after next season. So they agreed to part ways. So I think whatever happens with them will be kind of an indicator of what would happen with Jesse when he leaves. Like if they promote from within the the Leipzig coaching staff, I think you'd see the, the similar thing here. It's just a matter of, I, I guess it kind of matters of. All right, this is going to – no, I'm not going to go there right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to like fantasy book coaching change. I'm like, no, I'm not. Let's not. Let's not. How long we got to go? 
No, uh, I, I think I, I really think if you see Leipzig perform within, it's going to be an indicator of how the red, the New York Red Bulls will handle it if Jesse were to leave. Right. So, but, Pat, did you throw your thoughts in there too on here? Um, I'm definitely worried that Chris Armas could be uh, Ben McAdoo. That's my personal <gasps> opinion. <gasps> Uh, uh. Yeah, I, I definitely worry about the idea of just promoting the assistant coach, assuming he's next. Uh, I do like Jay's suggestion of John Wolinick. Uh, I think that'd be that could be interesting for sure. Uh, well, as, as and, long as he's in a Ray Hanley, I think it'll be okay. Yeah, uh, Ben McAdoo's. I mean, I think Ben McAdoo's <laughs> replaced Ray Hanley, and uh, that that whole joke there. Um, so. Uh, <coughs> Yeah, but at the same time, if, when Jesse leaves, it would be wise to do your due diligence, see what's out there. Um, but and, and if Chris if Armas turns out to be the guy, and he's the guy, you know. But it's, right. uh, you know, I, I like the idea. I personally like the idea of John Woloniak having having head coach experience, uh, being the next in line. As long as whoever that coach is doesn't put Bradley Ray Phillips on the bench in favor of like Jeff Hostetler. <laughs> yeah. Just don't do that. Exactly. Yeah, that would just be weird. <laughs> um, all right. So New York Rebels two. Uh they today they played Bethlehem Steel and they lost three nothing. Mm-hmm. So I think they had a winning streak going and that's over now. I think we were supposed to hear that game. Oh well. Well let me let me tell you about that game, shall I? Uh, see. Yeah. I was considering up until last night to go. I figured I'd get out of work on time, I'd be able to go, drive right to the stadium. Mm-hmm. And go to the game. And then two things happened. I realized it, the weather was going to be absolute trash. That's true. Rain nonstop. Mm-hmm. And then I found that there was a wrestling show five minutes from my house at seven o'clock. So that made the decision the easiest thing ever. I'm like, it's Red Bull 2. I'm not watching them in the rain. Yeah. And- Red Bulls, sure. Mm-hmm. Red Bull 2, nah. Wrestling three- show five minutes away, I'm in. And 3 nothing. so... Smart. I, I big time. And I actually flipped it on. Uh, I think it was maybe like the second half was just starting and it was one nothing. I'm like, ha, huh, good move. Good move. <laughs> Wrestling better. Mm, yes. Uh, so the next game for Red Bulls 2 is uh, this Sunday, the 20th. Uh, they'll be hosting Indy 11 at Red Bull Arena at 1 p.m. Uh, Sky Blue FC lost last week to Seattle Rain 4-1. So still looking for a win. Yikes. Apparently still looking for a uh a second fit, point. A fitness coach. That back line. Yeah, clearly. Good grief. Well, hopefully they can turn around. Uh this Saturday the nineteenth, uh they'll be hosting North Carolina Courage. Uh so if the weather's good, I'd say go take it. Go do it. Go watch the game. Do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. Just do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. Open it. Do it. Do it. A, a prize to any anyone who knows what movie we're referencing. I'm referencing a movie in particular. I forgot what movie I was referencing. Do it. Do it. I remember what Open movie it. it is. Open it. Do it. Do it. Please, someone tweet at us with what movie that's from. Do it. Uh, so time for the dumping ground. Uh, we, I guess, should have talked about this last week. But I didn't realize it was on the radar. Um, Red Bulls U23 team was in the Open Cup first round and lost to FC Motown 
uh, two to one. So, yeah. Ah, uh, well. Just had to bring it up. Yeah. That means my dream of Red Bull playing one of its under teams still has yet to come. We can also still flash back and make fun of the Cosmos B team, the only team they have for losing to the what they lost to Brooklyn, right? Which, uh, how is it still called the B team? By the way, if it's I know, they're the only team, that's all they have. <laughs> I didn't even realize that till yesterday. I'm like, what the hell's the co- wait? It's like, wait a minute. I thought the Cosmos B team was joining the NPS or the Cosmos were joining NPSL. What the hell? It's all they got's left. It's weird. It's weird. All right. Uh, so. Uh, some new Gold Cup stadiums for 2019 were announced. So here's the the, the new ones. Uh, I think this week were Bank of California Stadium, which was LAFC's home stadium, uh, Alliance Field, which Minnesota FC is going to open, I think, next year. Good. Yep. Uh, and Children's Mercy Park in Sporting Kansas City. Yeah. Good. Uh, the other fields listed so far: University of Phoenix Stadium in Glendale, Arizona. Yeah. Lincoln Financial Field in Philly. Yeah. Uh. Bank of America Stadium in Charlotte. Aye. First Energy Stadium in Cleveland. No one's going to be there. Cleveland. Yeah. And uh, Toyota Stadium, uh, home up for FC Dallas. Now, these are the stadiums so far, or these are the definite stadiums? These are the stadiums announced so far. There's still okay. – uh, if you go to the Wikipedia page, there's like five or six slots that are TBD. Okay, because I think Red Bull Arena is going to take one of them. Yeah, the the, the tweets oh. are coming out, right, that the Red yeah. Bulls are making some announcement tomorrow, whatever it is, about something regarding Red Bull Arena. I said yeah. Friday. I mean, it could be a player. I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> no, no, it's, a, it's a Red Bull Arena announcement, not a Red Bulls announcement. So People were hoping for $1 hot dog night or the taco truck. Or the churro stand is coming back. I, I, I mean, I know this is never going to happen, but I really would just rather have all Gold Cup games in MLS stadiums. I know it's yeah. tougher with, like, U.S., Mexico, you know, stuff like that, but I think you would get a better atmosphere. Um, if all those games were in smaller stadiums, but I mean, you yeah. could do it for the group stages, right? Like that. Yeah, I mean, for the final, was semifinals, whatever, you know. But I think group stage games wouldn't that be awesome? I don't care who's playing; it will be loud. I mean, I'm gonna see. Yeah. It'll be cool for sure. Um, I mean, I was gonna say right now, I'm going to Philly when when that corner comes around because I want to see some soccer, but. As, uh, doesn't that pain you to say, Che? Does that hurt? I'm does. going to Philly. At least I'm not going to Chester. Yeah, that's true. But like, I, like for me, if the if Chester Baltimore is. hosted something or DC hosts something, I would go. It's just because it's closer. But yeah, like, I'm surprised you know, DC. I wonder if DC will come up on the list. You think it would, right? DC is like a you big. You know what? That's a good point. Team it's got to be right because yeah. it, it looks like they're focusing on new stadiums. So you figure. Yeah, it's it's definitely. Uh, I definitely think Audi Arena. I definitely think Audi Arena will end up there. But uh, yeah, this took me a while to get. But Truman, the answer to your question why it's not in all MLS stadiums, it's this simple. Everybody's got a price. Uh, Everybody's got to pay. Mm-hmm. That's why. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> Uh, so, actually, according to the Wikipedia page for the tournament, uh, CONCACAF was, at least in February, thinking about Caribbean or Central America locations for part of the tournament. Nah. So Playing a polo field again? No thanks. All good. Yeah, I don't know. All right. Anyway, uh, 
is there anything else like U.S. centric? Because I got two stuff that's not really U.S. centric. I figure we'll. Uh, New Jersey legalized gambling thanks to the Supreme Court. Yeah, we're doing it. Gamble, gamble. Now, don't get me. Now, don't get me wrong. Monmouth Park was ready to start taking bets Memorial Day weekend. Uh, but now New Jersey, apparently in their newest law that they haven't passed yet, said that if anybody takes bets before they pass the new law, they'll be banned from taking bets in the future. In other words, New Jersey has to pass a law for betting to start. And we all know how good New Jersey is at passing laws. So, <laughs> so they have to pass a law to enable the law that they already passed. Yep. Because I guess what they did to get around, because the current law in the books is the state can't regulate it because that was their work around the Supreme Court case. So now they have to pass the law to regulate it. And they basically say, and there's language in that law that if anybody who starts accepting bets before that law is passed will be excluded from taking bets. So, I mean, look how well passing legal weed has worked since Murphy took office. So uh, I really think this is going to work out fantastically. I, I, but I think everybody wants this. So I think this might go a little bit quicker. It's New Jersey. And Atlantic City wants it. Right. And yeah. that's what to get Atlantic City up and running again. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, they're, you know, New Jersey's only, I mean, the thing is, like, New Jersey's going to have so fine a window of exclusivity on the East Coast. Like, because, you know, New York and PA is going to have it probably early 2019. Oh, de- no, I think Delaware's going to have it really quick. Yeah. Well, Delaware yeah. already has betting on some sports, right? Yep, because- they have parlay betting. Okay, because they don't have a because there's no professional team in Delaware, right? So they kind of they were able to somehow skirt the federal law with that. Mm. But I mean, Delaware has I forget whatever the casino is down here, but in Delaware, but they're going to I guarantee you within like six months somehow pass it in Delaware just to get that place up and running. Yeah. But here's the thing: you have to go to Delaware. Yeah, yeah. What but the fuck's it, in Delaware? In Delaware. Uh, from what I from my experience in Delaware, it's about. 15 shitty miles by 95. <laughs> That's I all mean, it is. It's all okay. Delaware is. I mean, come on, seriously. Have you ever met somebody from Delaware and you're just like, kind of shocked? You're like, really? You live in Delaware? On purpose. What the, the best is when I'm driving home and I'm about to take the Delaware Memorial Bridge, New Jersey and Delaware, and there's a sign. It says, find out why so many people are uh, retiring to Delaware. I'm like, because it's a shitty state with no income tax. Like, It's because they just want to die. They just want to get life over with. <laughs> you know, like, I'm done. I'll be in Delaware. It's like, oh, it's like going quick. to Florida. It's like, I saved the most money by going here. There's nothing special <laughs> about this place. I just want to bore myself to death. Your, your major city is Wilmington, and it's and it's Philly light. And I mean, Philly is New York City light. So what does that say? Yeah. There's probably some asshole in Dover who thinks like, hey, Dover, Delaware, LC, man. It's coming. <laughs> it's a thing. They're like, we have the racetrack. Come on down. Delaware. I, I think- can't wait. I can't wait to get that bad iTunes review from someone from Dover. <laughs> Come on, what are the chances someone from fucking Delaware listens to this show? Yo, man, Rehoboth Beach rules. Yeah. Do they even have internet in Delaware? Probably not. Delaware. It's probably dial-up. <laughs> I mean, it's amazing that Delaware has even more people than Wyoming, but it does somehow. It's because it's between uh, New Jersey and the rest of the East Coast. Yeah, pretty much. It's between right. New Jersey and the other states that don't matter. All right. This has been the Delaware Whipping Hour. <laughs> go, go, going back to gambling, though, I think we're what, we're all going to start. I think we should, like, we should start a, once it's legal, we should start a uh, a prop bet. Like 
we each make like one a bet a bet of like what random thing will happen first, and then our listeners can take that bet to Monmouth Park or Atlantic City or apparently eventually Meadowlands and place it, and then let us know how they did. <laughs> Probably not well. Nope. So you know, I, at the Red Bull Ring email, we get um, every once in a while. We get an email with with sports betting odds. I'm trying. Let me see if I can find it real quick. I might have deleted it already. Uh, oh, that sounded betting. like porn. <laughs> I don't know what that was, but I definitely heard a ah. Oh yeah. I don't know. All right, I can't. I think I deleted it. But That's so because you got distracted by your porn, you accidentally <laughs> opened. <laughs> sure. <laughs> um. But so every once in a while, I get on the Red Bull rant, I get a um, email with betting odds. And I'm just wondering at what point do I start getting them like every week? I think you find out who sent us those and then ask them if they want to give us money. And we'll start reading their odds on the air. No, he was he, the, the reason I was getting them was to provide promotion for people. So I wasn't doing it. Mm. Yeah, we barely promote ourselves. We ain't promoting anybody else. More again. Uh, I will promote anyone who gives us money. Yeah, yeah. Then we'll definitely promote you. Speaking of, we got a new patron, by the way. Yay! Yay! Yeah, Roman N. Pledged us one dollar a month. So thank you, Roman. All right. Roman N or M? N. Oh, I was hoping to be like Roman Maroney from Johnny Dangerously, but that's all right, Roman. You're awesome. You're not a Fargan asshole. <laughs> I just want to point out that even if we like a suicide cult that wants to give us money, I'll happily promote that. <laughs> Basically, Pat just wants money. He doesn't care where it comes from. Right. Like, it can be Russian oligarch for all he cares. Yeah. yeah. Thursday nights, you're not really sure what to do with your life. Have a lot of questions. Come on down to the local PAL where the, uh, the Knights of the Blue Moon meet on a weekly basis. <laughs> Yeah, talk about the regular orgies that happen on Fridays. The good time. Punch and, will be served once. At one time. Yeah. Punch night is about a year and a half away <laughs> as the comet of the Golden God passes through our atmosphere. So be ready. Give us money. Right. Give us money. <laughs> um all right, so dumping ground, getting back to this. Um, Mexico announced their World Cup squad, and not, normally I wouldn't talk about it, but everybody's favorite Mexican, Rafa Marquez, is in the World Cup. Yeah, like, stay, stay retired, you jerk. Yeah, you can afford to have young legs when you uh, launder money. Mm. I mean, FIFA is all about corruption, right? So it kind of works. Yeah. Um, and I mentioned this because of the streak. Barcelona was on a very, very long unbeaten streak in the La Liga games. They had amassed 43 wins. And we're two games away from an unbeaten season, and they lost five four this past weekend. Oh, oh, good, good. I hope they feel devastated, mm-hmm. completely crushed. Fuck Barcelona. Yeah, that league in particular, where it's just like, hey, it's Barcelona, Madrid, and the rest. Yeah, and maybe in Fudico. Yeah, May- maybe. And that was like one year. Yeah. That was David V before he came to play for New York City FC. It's like the Scottish lead. Why even watch it anymore? Yeah. Why watch? There's one team. Well, I mean, don't Rangers get me wrong. Is back, isn't it? Huh? 
Is the Rangers back now? But, yeah, yeah, they're but back. They're still not but... as good. They're still right. not as good. Yeah. Right. I mean, and I did watch the Glasgow Derby, uh, one of the games earlier this year, and it was fun. I mean, yeah, sure, I get tuning in for two to three games a year in these leagues, but ugh. Give, yeah. me par- give me parody any day. Yep. Give me some parody in playoffs, baby. Yeah. I, I remember a year or two, I think it was like two or three years ago when I had, or I still have it, but when that year when I was, had Fox Soccer, I was trying to watch actually Celtic, and it was like every other game I could watch. I'm like, you're not even going to put arguably the most known team in the game on on your service every week. Mm. How does that work? Yeah, I mean, I would love if uh, Glasgow and Celtic join the, uh, the English Premier League, but that won't happen. <laughs> God damn it. Yeah. Allergy season, people. <laughs> but that won't happen if uh, Scotland successfully secedes after Brexit. So <laughs> We can only hope. Yeah. All right. So anything else for dumping ground? No, that was plenty. Yeah, I think that was All right. It. So last thing is, uh, Truman, your terrible team of the week. Yeah, I'm going to pile on Orlando. We're going to kick them when they're down, losing at home, because their fans suck. What'd they do? They started throwing beer cans and stuff onto the field. Oh, good for them. Yeah, so you know what? You do that at home, don't tell me how great your fan base is. Not hype it up when you're just like everybody else, a bunch of jabronis showering uh, the field with trash. Mm-hmm. So I don't care that you're playing. First of all, hold on. You're playing Atlanta, which is a rival, but it's what? A rival of a year and a half, not yeah. even? So let's not get crazy with heated rivalries here. I mean, in fairness to them, like the closest team outside of Atlanta is like, what, eight hours away? Right, which is fine. Like I said, you want to make it a rivalry, fine. But this is not a 100-year-old feud going on between teams. Mm. So take losing to them gracefully. I mean, I know fans of new clubs can't clearly take losing to others gracefully. Hold on. Are we sure it's not? Do the Hatfields own Orlando and the McCoys own Atlanta? I mean, it's possible. Technically, MLS owns it all, but... Uh, hmm. Well, let's look into the Hatfields-McCoy thing before we completely poo-poo the rivalry. All right? Yeah. Well, we'll we'll investigate. Man. So yeah, I'm just I just want to pile on Orlando for just uh, being a holes. Word. Any other fans want to be a holes? You're going to get called out on this show. We're okay with that. That yeah. you don't listen to anyway. It doesn't matter. Right. And then you can leave us a bad review. And then you can all fucking go move to Delaware and suck <laughs> each other's dicks. That's right. Hey, it'll be you'll be used to it. There's no income tax. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Just less sunshine and less hurricanes. Indeed. All right, so that's it. We're done. We're done. We're done. All right. Uh, so if you want to support our show, Patreon dot com slash Rebel Rant. That's P A T R E O N dot com slash Rebel Rant. Uh, One dollar a month all it takes for the exclusive content. Uh, Red Bull Rant at Gmail dot com. If you want to email us during the week, nine seven three three four eight five three two nine is our phone number. Facebook.com slash Rebel Rant. <laughs> okay, Drew, you good, you good there? What? Huh? You did something. Like in you, your. You rubbed his face. And I rubbed his mic. Like, the, there it is. Yeah. <laughs> he's just telling everybody that he is here. That's what he's doing. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> on Twitter, at Red Bull Rant for the show, at Dr. Stooge for myself, at PMACDA2 for Pat. At the Truman for Truman, subscribe to iTunes, Stitcher Radio, Google Play, SoundCloud. And as of last week, or sorry, two weeks ago now, 
Uh, the show is available on YouTube if you prefer to watch it there. Last words before we get out of here. You should email me or tweet me if you want to be a sponsor for Zalucha. Yes. Do it. Just do, do it. it. Do it. Open it. Do it. And uh, surprise us, Red Bulls, and win this game. Yeah. That'll be a fun little uh, treat. Go out there and win. And if you're a uh, Rebel fan, come on down to Derby Road at 7 o'clock next uh, Sunday. We'd love to see you. All right. So for Pat Truman and myself, this has been episode number 264 of the Red Bull Rant. Thank you guys for tuning in. And as always, go Red Bulls. Peace out. Let's go float out into the fucking ocean, Delaware. (laughs) 